You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer, Steven Serta. I already lied to you guys today. I know I told you this morning on the Arrowhead Pride report that we would have an Arrowhead Pride editor show coming up later this afternoon. Due to some unforeseen circumstances, we are actually not going to have an Arrowhead Pride editor show today, but we've still got plenty of content coming out for you all this week ahead of the Chiefs game on Thursday night, so make sure you're locked in right here on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. On Monday, we did hear from some Chiefs as they continue their preparation on the practice field. We'll start things off with offensive coordinator Matt Nagy. After that, we'll hear from defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo. Then we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll hear from tight end Travis Kelsey and special teams coordinator Dave Toe. Here's the Chiefs offensive coordinator. Awesome. All right, far away. Travis was just talking about the excitement he gets on the Wednesday yeah it's exciting you kind of you go through the the tempo and the um, monotony of the training camp it's a long training camp but at the same time we know it's it's needed and so then you know we're all so many of us as players and coaches are creatures of habit and it's nice to get to a schedule that you you know how the day is going and and yesterday um <clears throat> being our in-season um, Wednesday practice for us, even though it was a different day. Uh, the, the, our first day of the week of true practice, you could feel the the juice and the energy and the vibe of the guys out there, and he's certainly one of them. The guys look to him to lead, and he's been that way ever since I've been here. And I think they, you know, these guys really lock in on right now and today, and they're not so much worried at all about what happened in training camp or uh, really what's happening um, in the future. It's about right now. The routine is big. Uh, the players to know um, day to day, like what, what it looks like. And I think coach does a great job of um, preparing for that by simulating it during training camp, you know, and the, this new week that you get off before. Um, you get to the regular season is nice and coaches use it different ways uh, the way we use it is to kind of simulate a, a game week of how it will go just game planning purpose wise uh, schedules um, we don't change a whole lot we stick to it and I think that, that consistency for the players and coaches is nice and now that we're truly in uh, a Thursday practice today even though it's I think Monday right um, uh, we, knowing that we play Thursday uh, it's just our it's our our mindset right now and we all stay on the same page yeah, for for me, um, having meeting Richie when he first got here and seeing him in OTAs, what he transferred to training camp um, and where he's at now is just a, a great knowledge of the offense, being in the right spot at the right time, and and so. 
as a quarterback um, or as a coach, when you have somebody like that, you trust them. And I think that's what, and then on top of that, he's very talented. You saw that in the preseason game with being able to go downfield, um, make great catches, et cetera. So he's got some veteran experience that he brings to that room as well. Matt, uh, you guys have seven wide receivers. Do you see a, a path realistically for all of those guys to we, get work? Yeah, we, we do, and, and it's not new to us. We've been working with them really um, the, since OTAs, you know, and you just want to see now when you have these guys, what are their strengths? You don't know until you draft or she what his strength. You, you think you know in college, but how do you transfer it to what we do offensively, and then how do we do what he does well? And, and, and place that too. So now that we've got a better picture of what everybody does, whatever coach and Veach decide to do um, every week with the active wide receivers, we got to make sure we have a plan, like we said, we talked about before, contingency plan of how to use them. And um, <clears throat> we think we know, they think they know, but we won't know, no, until we start playing these games, for especially some of these young guys. With Rice, he, I mean, he dropped a number of passes mm-hmm. in the preseason. What's going on there? What, what are... Uh, I don't know. I, that's it's not a it's not a concern because we see what he does in practice with the the great catches that he makes in practice. And I think sometimes when you get to those moments, and yeah, they're big moments. That you got to use it the right way. And so the support he had on the sideline from other teammates and players and from coaches just shows the trust we have. And he's going to make great plays this year. And it's you know if you start getting down on somebody or start worrying about um, the drops or this or that. It can become a bigger problem, and we're we're not concerned the least bit. We have a lot of trust in them. Matt, the Chiefs' record in opening games and Patrick's stats in opening games are uncommonly good. There, there's some common denominators there. Yeah, um, that was brought brought to my attention um, just as we were, you know, talking about week one uh, uh, opponents, week one for for us and just our players in general, and that that. You know, he's doing, he does, he plays pretty well uh, week one, and he plays pretty well like every week. So, but week one in general, when you look at some of the numbers he's had and winning games and scoring points, um, you want him on your side. And again, with Pat, is you, you look at somebody that in training camp OTAs, he's always locked in, but then you, you always feel, and I felt it last year and I, I felt it again yesterday, is there's just that little tick more of knowing that you're now in quote unquote game week. And it's it's uh, it becomes like a, using quotes uh, a little more real for for all of us now. It's here, you know, it's here. So now um, you feel it in the week of practice. And I was be, I was fortunate enough to feel last year uh, on game day how that is too before the game for him. You know, you just players like that go to different places, and it's fun to have on your side. How do you Matthew. see that with him? How do I see it? Yeah, um, it's it's pretty easy to see because. Uh, the personality he has, um, you know, is somebody where he he has a lot of different um, ways that he handles meetings, ways that he's at practice. But then you know when it's game day or when it's game week, you just feel it. It doesn't take much to know. But the guys like that are with him every day that see it, how he is, um, you know, in meetings at night at training camp at 8 o'clock at night versus game day at, you know, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, you feel it. And it's different. And I don't. There's a lot of people like that, but his is just different. Matt, are you guys expecting to maybe be careful with Kadarius and, and not maybe play him for the full game and just kind of ease him in? Well, for, for us, you know, I think he's, he's looked really good um, coming back here. Uh, he looks like he's in shape and just he stayed locked in with the playbook. So now we're just kind of let the flow of the game dictate, you know, how we use him and what we do with him. So, again, when you have seven guys, it's, it enables you to do different things, and he's going to be uh, certainly a part of that. Do you know more about him? Go ahead. 
Uh, Matt, would just when you you're just speaking to Patrick's extra that extra, but when you try to explain to somebody what sets Patrick apart in general, it, what what couple three things does it simmer down to? As, as um, well, number one is competitiveness. There's no one around that's as competitive as him. Nobody. It's just as simple as that. Uh, and I've been around a lot of people. No one's as competitive as him. Uh, so he's one, and there's no one A. Uh, number two is just his his focus. Um, and then number three is he doesn't miss anything. He sees everything. So whatever that is, if it's uh, in a conversation, if it's watching video or tape, you know, um, uh, whatever. I always joke about it. Like, we could be in the middle of a game on the sideline. I, I witnessed it last year. And, you know, we're going through the tablet and talking through plays and what the defense just did. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he, you know, he, like, looks up and sees that, it, you know, the score of another game or something. It's like, how do you do that? And, you know, it's, it's rare. It's different. But then he goes right back to what the, the blitz that they're doing. And you're just like, this is cool, you know. Does it so. continue to amaze you? I mean, amaze you may maybe too strong, but, I mean, do you continue to find it fascinating that there's still more capacity in there? Yeah, that's a, probably a big part of it as well. He keeps growing. And he wants that. And so um, he wants us to coach him hard. He wants us to be tough on him. He doesn't want us to, to coach him like the player he is. He wants to be better. And I think we're not doing him justice if we say every play, hey, great play, even though he might have made a poor decision. No, you got to tell him. And he wants that. Uh, if his feet aren't great, he wants to know that. And uh, I think that's important. If there's something in a meeting we got to get on because he's it's you got to say it and say it in front of the guys. And he can handle that. And I think that's what makes him special. I just want to ask you to put on your father hat for a second. Tate was playing uh, the other day, Friday, and Andy was with you there. Uh, just what's it like watching him play? He played pretty good, too. I think 22 and 27 or something like that. So, I mean, just how what's it like seeing him progress, too, since you're sure. much more Yeah, it was, a, it was a great moment. You know, Coach came up to me that day and mentioned that he, he might go to the game. And so I didn't, I didn't tell Tate. Uh, I want it. Tate. Tate's been waiting for that moment the other night for a long, many years. And uh, so it's a, it's a night we'll never forget. It was fun for Tate. Coach had a great time. You know, he's up there with, with uh, his son Spencer and, and, uh, and his grandson. And so it was, a, it was a good moment. And there was other coaches there too. So I told Tate he's lucky. And he said, Dad, I know. And it's, it's certainly a fun night. He's way better than me. <laughs> yeah. Way better, for real. Yeah, that's it. How do you think he's progressing so far? Good. He's doing well. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's having fun out there. And I said, just cut it loose, have fun, and have success, and win. So we got to get a win this week. Thanks, everyone. All right. Thanks, see you. We are almost in the afternoon. I'm going to go with it. Huh? I'm off by six minutes. Well, listen, great to be standing here, regular season game, getting ready for an opponent with – Knowing we're going to play our guys, right? Because I've been up here a little bit. Who's going to play? Who's not going to play? Um, best guy's going to go out there and play. It's a great opponent we're playing. I, the more film you watch of Detroit and what they did and who they have, I mean, I had respect for them before, but wow, talk about an elite group. Um, and, you know, we hear all the things being said about them, and they've got new weapons and good coaching and all that. So, great challenge for us. So, with that, I'll, I'll open it up. Yeah, I, I think the, the system that they've put together, you know, we call it eye candy and the movement and all the things that go on before the ball's even snapped. I think they do an outstanding job of uh, the quarterback, obviously, is gathering all kinds of information, and he's really good at taking that information and putting them in a really good play. That's that on top of the, the skill that they have. You know, we all know about the running back they add and the, the receivers they have out there, et cetera, et cetera. So 
that all packaged together, I think is a really tough challenge for us. Your today's receivers across the league, where does St. Brown stand? Is he almost underrated? Yeah, I, I mean, for, I don't know whether he's underrated or not because I don't know what you know, where everybody's got him. I, I put him way up there right now because he's a real challenge when you watch him on tape. And, and you could see that last year there was a, a consist, consistent effort to get him the football. And you're only doing that if you've got tremendous belief in a person. And they've got some returners there. Um, 11, player from Holy Cross. I grew up 15 minutes from Holy Cross. He was with us with the Giants. He's great. He's a great kid, high-character guy. And he's... I'm happy for him. He's had a really good career, and they got guys all over the place, right? They got a tight end in there. There's a rookie that's really good, and a lot of these guys haven't played a lot in the preseason, so we don't have a lot of tape of them all together. Um, but we just got to do what we do. You know, we got we got to get good at what we do. That's what we got to do. How do you prepare for a guy like Gibbs, a rookie there? But you know, everybody's really excited about him. Andy even talked about how excited he's shooting yeah. around. Yeah. Andy would have liked to have had that it's, toy, right? Yeah, we um, and he didn't play a lot in the preseason. There were a couple snaps there, but we have looked at Alabama film. Um, they they found ways to get him the ball out on the perimeter. We would expect that this team would do the same thing. Uh, he's really good with the ball in his hands. Um, you know, we got to try to. You know, I mean, it's 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 all eyeballs on number twenty six when he goes in the game. That's one of the things we've been talking about. Um, know where he is. Uh, and if he's in the game, because we, we certainly think with a guy that that's explosive, they're going to try to find ways to get him the ball. Yeah, tough. It's a little bit of an unknown. Um, big, you know, big, strong football player. We'll see. We really haven't had, uh, we haven't had him for that long. Had him. Joe's had him in the meeting room. He seems like he picks up things pretty well, but I, I, it's, it's an unknown right now. And we'll see where we can get him to, you know, by the time Thursday rolls around and we'll have a better idea then. Expectations for LJ to be on some sort of pitch counter? Do you feel like he can do the full day? It's a good question. Um, I'm going to leave that up to LJ um, because, you know, listen, we want him healthy and he practiced really well yesterday. I think you guys probably saw a little bit of it. Uh, and he's doing real well, so fingers crossed. Um, but when he's out there, he, he makes a difference. What's your defensive line rotation going to look like? I know you got some new guys in there mixed in. Yeah, rotation is the great word because uh, we'll use them all. Um, we're going to get guys in there and mix and match. And um, listen, this this group that we have, I'm not just talking about the D line, but it's a great group to work with. I mean, they they work. These guys work, and they're into it. And you know, we got a bunch of guys that are cerebral, Nick and Drew, and uh, the whole crew. Guys on the back end. Hopefully, we can play really good as a unit. And our best players will play really good, and all our other guys will play really solid. I think this team can force you into making mistakes if you're undisciplined, especially with your eyes. And if we don't do that, it gives us a fighting chance. Because with the things they do do on offense, if you get, you know, if you go wandering or you're biting on something that's not there, they'll make you pay for it. They look at that way. Steve, we all know how much you love blitzing. How much do you sort of appreciate the, the ability to do it when you don't have anything on tape with this course of guys in an opening game? Yeah, interesting question. <laughs> I'm, I'm as curious as you guys to see what we have and what we can do with the players we have. We've talked about this before in this room that sometimes it takes a quarter of the season to figure out how it's going to piece together what you have. We think we have things in to take advantage of you know, what our guys do, but We'll see. You know, we didn't get a lot of snaps in the preseason, and we certainly obviously didn't do a lot of things uh, preseason-wise. So we're going off of practice, and hopefully we've prepared well and we can get some of those things run.
think last time we talked to you in here, the roster was still big. You hadn't made your cut match yet. Chris wasn't here. We asked if he wasn't here. Do you have enough? He's not here now. It doesn't look like he'll be here by Thursday to play. Do you have enough on your line to, to do what you guys need to do without him? Well, listen, I'm, I'm going to go back to this is what we really firmly believe. If we play as a, a unit, I mean 60, 65, 70 plays as a unit, not guys trying to do their own thing. If guys do what they're capable of doing, we, we can play good defense. We, we all believe that. Um, and then hopefully there's a couple of exceptional plays in there for us, <laughs> not the other way around. Um, and then, I, you know, then I think we will play well, good enough defense to win. But we'll find out. I got a lot of confidence. Lo love working with them. Got a lot of, and these guys got a lot of confidence. We want to just go out. We get, the game can't get here soon enough. I mean, you guys could almost feel how long it's, it's taken, right, since the last preseason game. So we feel like you guys do. Now that you have LJ back, it's Trenton LJ. You guys are looking for that third cornerback. Will Joshua Williams get the first shot? Be, jo Josh and Jalen will both be in and out of there. Yeah. In a rotation. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we're gonna play. We'll, we'll play as many guys as we can. I, I kind of believe in early in the year, getting as many guys out there. But we did that. If you guys remember, we did a little bit with Darius Harris last year, because mm -hmm. uh, Willie was with us early, and then he had the, the games where he was down. But. I think it's important to do, because somewhere on, along the way here during the season, we're going to get dinged. Guys are going to get hurt. And it'd be nice to know that guys that are going in have a little bit of solid background of playing some snaps. A couple more. Oh, I, I warm out. Okay, have a great day. Thank you. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels. But now the only thing you're missing is you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between so you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected, and 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Travis, you know, over a decade and now you're starting another year. How's your body holding up? How do you feel you're going to be able to We're rolling, baby. It's week one. Body's feeling as good as it'll feel all year. How have you been able to just keep your, you know, maintain your body and everything going into this for the longevity, knowing that you're facing? Um, I think uh, one thing, uh, you know, we practice hard, but I think Coach Reed does a great job of, you know, taking care of us throughout the year. Um, I've been very fortunate that we have the best training staff in the in the league. So uh, getting in that trainer room, doing some, doing a lot of rehab and just making sure the body's tuned up. I've uh, been very fortunate for that. Um, 
my guy Alex Gaso that is it's my personal personal trainer. You know, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, you just got to be a professional and you just got to be very fortunate. Actually, you know, there's a lot of fortune that goes into this game and staying healthy and being out there every week. Sorry, Travis. Um, you good? How, uh, how big will Thursday night be for, even before kickoff? The idea of having the banner being unveiled, the full stadium unlike in 2020, and, and what do you think that will do as, a, as an energy drive for you and the rest of the guys? Man, um, as sick as it sounds, I'm over last year, man. I'm ready to keep things moving forward. Um, you know, I think it'll be cool for the fans, for the um, for the Hunt family to be able to put another banner up, um, and that'll be a moment for them. But for me right now, um, I'm focused on beating the Detroit Lions. I'm not really focused on any of the other stuff that goes on uh, for the first game of the year. Is that something that you learned from last time? I think there was like... 20% of the stadium filled last time, so I don't even know if we did that last time. I think it's every year I just kind of put the past in the past and just keep it moving. I got more goals, more objectives, uh, new team, and the, uh, the sense of urgency to keep winning, baby. What do you remember about your mentality when you guys were facing the Patriots and they were you were going into New England and, and just the motivation that maybe was behind? I just remember the game, um, you know, granted, I think they had like six Super Bowl, like actual like Super Bowl, like, I don't know, in like on a tube, like it was crazy. It was, I remember thinking in my head, I was like, this is a lot for the first game of the next season. Oh, excuse my language. Oh. I'm thinking I'm on my podcast right now. Um, yeah, so I was like, man, this is a lot just to. You know, remember last year, knowing that it's a whole new season. So I don't know. I just that's really all I remember from it. Hey, Travis, when it comes to Patrick, obviously he has so many attributes, but I, I wonder when you think about what he, all he does, how much is just his drive that sets him apart? It's the ultimate leader. I mean, every single day, and 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 the more you're around him, you realize it's not just in football; it's in life. Every single, you know, everything he does, he wants to be the best. Um, you know, and. Uh, even if it's, you know, we did some State Farm stuff, you know, he's trying to, you know, just be prompt on, you know, on time, good comedic timing, good, you know what I mean, just being the best version of him and everything he does. And that's just who he is. And when you get him in a comfort zone like like what he is in this building, um, it just oozes out of him. And it's it, what it is in terms of leadership is, um, you know, those are the things you really can't pay for. You know, you just, you got to get a guy that has it in his heart to be able to do it every single day. So when you think of that, I mean, do you feel like part of that is, he has a conscious notion to be the best there ever was. Is there anything like that in, in your mind about him? Um, I mean, I'm sure everybody sets those kind of goals for themselves. I came into the league thinking that I, I wanted to be the best to ever touch the turf. I mean, I'm sure he has that kind of motivation, but it, uh, it's not a selfish drive to be that. You know, it's a very unselfish um, get everybody involved, bring everybody along with him, and let's have some fun while we do it. Travis, do you like being the hunted? I want everybody's best shot. That's just who I've always been. I want to beat you at your best. I want any excuses, and I want that challenge. That fuels me. Travis, you on your podcast, you talked about Chris Jones and his situation. Yeah. A couple times you said, I don't get it. Can you elaborate on what about this doesn't make sense to you? I was more so just trying to have some fun with uh, talking about the situation, trying to bring light to it, just trying to be funny, but... Um, at the end of the day, you know, Chris has his situation. He has his reasons. Um, it ain't none of my business. I'm, I'm trying to win football games, and uh, 
hopefully we can get him back as soon as possible because uh, I know how great of a player he really is. You Um, I honestly, I don't know. I, I think you're alluding to Chris's situation. I don't know what his situation is. I stay out of everybody else's situation in terms of that, just so I don't wrap my head around, you know, what I'm doing, but uh, or what they're doing based off of, you know, my intentions. I just, I just keep it moving, man. Hopefully, like I said, we can get him back and we can just be the best football team we possibly can. But um, I never base someone else's situations or their decision making off of, you know, things that I may have done. I just don't think it's fair. Communication with Chris? I mean, you know, just in the off season, how you doing, stuff like that? Oh, yeah. I don't know if you saw that direct TV commercial, man. We had some fun doing that. <laughs> but, 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 I mean, have you had communication with him in a while? Um, I haven't talked to him in a while, no. It's probably the last time I talked to him was uh, direct TV. So leadership-wise, I mean, you guys obviously have a lot of great leaders. Chris is one of those guys who's been here for a long time. One hundred percent. What? Who needs to kind of help the defense in that on that side of it? I think we have plenty of leaders across the board right now. Um, you know, defensively, obviously, uh, Bolton, uh, Jay Reed, even Willie. I mean, you you name it. There's guys that are coming to work every single day, busting their tail, and uh, and doing things with the right demeanor, rallying the group, and making sure everybody's on the same page. You know, it just uh, that's what you get when you come into this building, man. You get guys that that rise to the occasion and want to be that for their teammates. And you guys haven't gone through this uh, with a holdout. We've seen it around the league where it can mess up a locker room. Is here the guys who are here when someone's not here because then you know they like where is the guy? How important is it for you guys to keep yourselves right and just understand that this is Chris's issue with the team and not about you guys? Um, it's exactly that. You know, we can only control who's in this building, and um, and we're just going to keep moving forward on that. Last couple, Harold and then Nate. I just wanted to ask a quick follow up. What was it like filming that commercial with Chris? No, oh, man, it was too funny, man. He's a uh, Obviously, he's a star on and off the field, man. Um, big energy, uh, <laughs> funny guy. So uh, we had a lot of fun doing it, and it was pretty easy for him. Nate? Been through this multiple times where you have to install after install and play after play. When you see the game plan for the opening week, given that you've been through it before, just what jumps out to you without that exactly giving away scheme advantages? But what jumps out to you? Just the new, just the excitement of we're going into a new season, got – Essentially, a new playbook because we have new pieces, and you know you got to keep just uh, recreating you know the offense depending on who's in that building and really what you've done last year. So it's just it's the it's the excitement of being able to just get out there and you know put more uh, just put more on tape. Um, and I I tell everybody all the time, man, that Wednesday meeting every single week is my favorite time of the time of the week because it's like uh, now I get to visualize how we're going to attack. And uh, Coach Reed and this offensive staff never disappoint in terms of how we can uh, how we can do that and uh, show off the strengths of our offense. Okay, thanks for having me. Thank you. All right, another year, another year. Okay, go ahead, shoot, fire away. Dan, have you settled on the return guy for the Detroit game, both kickoffs and punts? I mean, is Richie your guy? Yeah, Richie right now is. You know, you'll see him lined up in there and going. So, uh, but we do have other guys that can do it, obviously. You know, but uh, you know, we, we like the way Richie came out of preseason and his decision making, and you know, and he's just a, a experienced guy back there. It's going to help us. What uh, What about Kadarius Tony? At least on punts, 
plan to get him involved? Yeah, I mean, it's a long season. You know, we're just starting out right now. Um, obviously, uh, he's a guy that can do it. Uh, he hasn't had a lot of catches. I mean, you know, he just started practicing again. And, and you guys see how many catches we get out there. I mean, we get a bunch. You know, every day we're out there catching them. And he missed all those reps. So, um, you know, it's going to take a while for him to, to get going. But if we, you know, I mean... <laughs> You never know what's going to happen in the game when you have a certain amount of bodies. And, you know, if he, we have to use them, we use them and we go with it. You know, kind of like we did with uh, Sky last year at the end of the year. And, you know, he did a great job for us, too. And we still have him, too. So uh, we're, we're good to go there. How different is you for you going into this season with the guys you have returning and just the, the kind of the institutional knowledge and experience that you have versus last year? Um, yeah, it's good. It's a comforting, comforting feeling, you know. I mean, to, to come out of preseason knowing that you got a, you know, a guy like Richie James that you know is solid and has done it, and uh, you know, and he's your guy, and, and then you still have other guys that can do it. You know, it's um, at the end of the year last year. Obviously, it was it was uh, high stress. So, uh, but just across, I mean, across the board with all of your teams. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I got a lot of guys back. You know, we got we got you know. Several guys back with the Leo Chanel and Jack Cochran. All those guys are all second-year guys now, uh, experienced. We still have some more rookies that are going to end up playing in this game. So, I mean, that's life as a special teams coordinator. <laughs> you know, it's just it's it's ongoing and it's game to game and it's um, you know. But I, I am happy with this uh, group that we have. Jalen Watson and Josh Williams said to be your gunners, and if so, what what do you like about that? Yeah, I mean, they're both long, fast, uh, experienced. Uh, fast, you know, guys that can, uh, you know, they can they can get out and, and, and run, and that's number one. They're tough. They're good tacklers. Um, you know, I, I like them on all phases. You know, they're going to help us on everything uh, as blockers too, at corner and safety, and um, you know, on, on kickoff return as well. So, uh, you know, we're going to count on those guys heavily this year. Justin Ross, is he going to be in factor in the year four phase? Yeah, he should. He, you know, I mean, if he's up, I mean, I, you know, we got to, we got to decide who's going to be up and who's going to be down. That's always a, a factor, you know, and, uh, you know, anybody that's up will be a, will be a somebody that helps us. You know, they, they won't be up for no reason. James, with, um, with Drew Tranquil, we know he has almost two rows on defense, yep. but is he considered a four phase guy? He could be. He, he could be. I mean, he's a guy. Uh, obviously, we could put him on anything. He's very experienced, um, tough, fast, intelligent, football smart guy. You know, he could play anywhere. Um, I'm going to certainly use him on certain phases, not not all, uh, but he could play on everything if we needed it. He could play on everything. If you wanted to return every kick in the preseason, how was that philosophy? Well, in the preseason, it's different, obviously. You know, during the season, it's a lot different. Um, it depends on who you're playing, what their coverage team is like, how many guys they have coming back, what kind of hang time you're getting on the, on the kickoff. All those things are factors. Um, the fact that the fair catch, you're getting the ball automatically at the 25, that's a big factor. You know, the more you think about it, I mean, those are free yardage. That's free yardage right there. So there'll be times when we fair catch. You know, it's we're not going to return everything, like I said, the first time, uh, obviously, because, you know, you have to go back and look at it and look at the analytics of it. And, you know, and, and you know, the free yards that you get from that, you know, is just too big. You know, it's too big. For the, for the returners, like, when you go back and look and you know what the hang time is on a kick yeah. and all that, in real time when they're out there, yeah, it's hard. It's hard, but you, that's why you have to, you know, you have to trust them to make this. They have the keys of the car. It's like, you know, a quarterback. They, they have to make good decisions. You can't, you know, I, I could sit there on the sideline and say, I'll return this one, and, you know, and it's close, and he, you know, and he, and he doesn't, you know, and then, but you just have to go with it. You, guys, you have to trust your players that are on the field and to make a big play, and, 
you know, and whatever it is, we're going to block it up. You know, and that's what I told our guys, block it up and make him right. You know, no matter what he does, you know, we're, we're blocking like he's coming out every time. Do you anticipate more squibs and things like that across if the league? team? The first one's up. So. Sure, sure. I mean, if a team wants to force you to return it, you know, they kick a squib kick and you got to return it, you know, unless it, you know, goes for a touchback or it goes out of bounds. You, you, you got to do something with that. It's a live football and, and you can't fair catch it, so you got to return it. So, you know, we've, we've practiced that a bunch. And, and if a team wants to force you to do, you know, want you to return it, they're going to have to do that. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Take care.